morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, August 8th. On this date in 1974, President Richard Nixon, facing new damaging revelations in the Watergate scandal, announced he would resign the following day. In 2009, Sonia Sotomayor was sworn in as the United States Supreme Court's first Hispanic and third female justice. And some Monday trivia. Do you know the name of the first successful combat submarine? I'll have that answer for you coming up. But first, let's go over to the First Alert Weather Desk for a look at your Monday forecast. And good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. Starting out warm and muggy with a few downpours outside this morning. So take the umbrellas with you just in case. Some scattered showers and storms will start near the coast today. Head inland this afternoon. High temperatures in the upper 80s to around 90 degrees. Rain chance down a little bit Tuesday, Wednesday, and then up a bit. Our best two chances for rain this week will be Thursday and Friday. High temperatures in the upper 80s and low 90s. Looks like we'll move in some drier air by the weekend, lowering our chance of rain for Saturday and Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And let's go to the news desk for your headlines. Well, the fall semester is right around the corner and nutrition preparation at the Citadel is well underway. The college works hand in hand with expert nutritionists to develop the perfect balanced diet for their cadets. Live Five's Lauren Quinlan joins us now from downtown Charleston. So Lauren, you spoke with the school nutritionist. How does their meal plan as a military college differ from a traditional college? The Citadel's regional nutritionist says with the physical demands of their bodies being so intense, all of their meals have been planned with performance in mind. The Citadel has contracted Sodexo, which provides meals on campus ranging from retail, concession stands at sporting events, and traditional resident dining. Christina Caro, the school's nutritionist, says her major role is supporting campus wellness. When students are living away from home, especially for the first time, they can fall into a food rut, eating what's familiar and burning out quickly. Therefore, back-to-school season is important for Caro and the culinary team to introduce students to a variety of food that will help them succeed. And Caro says stress and anxiety are important to manage as a college student, and nutrition plays a role in that. So our bodies really prefer to be on a schedule. So that would be not just an eating schedule, but a sleep schedule. Rest is very important for rejuvenation and our immune function. And also cognitively, you know, um, what is my ability to learn information, to process it and retain it? And so I have to take care of my whole self. Caro stresses that it's important for everyone, but especially college students, to be on an eating schedule. If you can't, she recommends grab-and-go snacks that are hydrating to get you through the day. As the cadets get prepared for their first day back on August 21st, they can stay in contact with nutritionist Christina Caro through social media. Her handle will be linked on this story on Live5News.com. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live5News. 
Well, back to school shopping is in full swing with the school year starting in just a matter of days. But with the rise of inflation, parents, they say they're spending money or more money on school supplies now than years past. I agree with that. Well, First Day Fest is an annual event where volunteers hand out free back to school supplies, food and any extra items that can be helpful to families at the start of the school year. Anna Harris attended the festival yesterday and spoke with people about how this event is helping them save some money. Hundreds of people attended the first day fest to grab free school supplies. I spoke with many of them and they say that an event like this is so helpful because the price of supplies in stores right now is so high. First day fest is an annual event where volunteers hand out free back to school supplies, food and extra additives that could be helpful to families at the start of the school year. I spoke with one volunteer who was handing out backpacks filled with school supplies to kids. She says in years past, they would have 20 garbage bins full of backpacks. This year, they were only provided nine garbage bins. She says she thinks it's because people aren't able to pay for their own kids' school supplies and spend more money on top of it for donations. Everything is much more expensive, which you can get things, tons of things for under a dollar. It's, it's just not the same. And the lists are so long. The lists are so long of the things that kids are needing. So it's, it's, a, little more, it's a little harder this year. Most of the families walked out of here with school supplies, and they say that whatever they did not get on their list today, they will have to go get in stores. In downtown Charleston, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. And for more back-to-school shopping help, here are some upcoming supply giveaways that are happening right here in the Lowcountry. This Saturday, there's going to be a supply giveaway in Lincolnville on West Hamilton Street. That event will be from 10 a.m. until 1. And organizers say along with supplies, you'll also be able to get free COVID tests. There will be food, live music, and plenty, plenty of fun to celebrate the new year. Another supply giveaway will also be happening Saturday. This event will be at the Jerusalem Church of God in Christ in North Charleston. That event will be from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Students will be able to get free supplies, food, haircuts, and braid styles to help them look their very best for the new school year. A full list of back-to-school giveaways and celebrations can be found under the big red box at live5news.com. And with the new school year comes a back-to-school anxiety for some students and parents. Usually it's about new teachers and maybe a new school, but this year many people are concerned with school safety, especially about school shootings. As teachers prepare for the new school year by setting up classrooms and getting supplies, this year some teachers have also participated in an active shooter training in hopes of easing some parents' and students' fears. The Charleston Police Department is investigating a fight that left two women hurt. Police responded to the North Romney Street area at the Bridgeview apartment complex just after 8 o'clock last night. According to police, they found a woman who appeared to have been stabbed in the stomach. Police say the second woman suffered an injury to her mouth, but it's not clear how she got those injuries. Both women were taken to MUSC for non-life-threatening injuries. The Charleston County Sheriff's Office has arrested a man who they say hit a pedestrian with his vehicle. 38-year-old William Gerard Grant has been charged with violating a beginner permit and driving on the wrong side of the road, among other drug charges. Deputies say more charges are possible. Deputies responded to that crash yesterday morning on Highway 78 near Mason Pond Place. Investigators say a Kia sedan was driving on Highway 78 when it crossed into the other lanes and into the grass shoulder where it hit the pedestrian. The victim was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Grant was not injured. The CCSO traffic unit is continuing to investigate that crash. 
The South Carolina Highway Patrol is investigating a deadly crash in Orangeburg that left one person dead. Highway Patrol says early yesterday morning, a Fort Taurus was driving on the wrong side of the roadway on Highway 301 near Carriage Hill Road. That vehicle eventually hit a tractor trailer head on. The driver of the Taurus died at the scene. The driver of the tractor trailer was not injured. The name of that driver has not been identified. Over the weekend, a historic ordinance was found at Fort Sumter, leading to its closure Saturday. The emergency service divisions investigated that object, which has been identified as an intact Civil War era cannonball. Crews were able to safely remove that cannonball, allowing for the fort to reopen. The Mount Pleasant Police Department is warning the public of a scam circulating on their Facebook page involving T-shirts. The department says there are posts listing a new campaign selling t-shirts with the department patch. The department does not sell these t-shirts and warns you not to open the link. South Carolina mothers whose babies are admitted to the NICU are cardiovascular ICU at MUSC Sean Jenkins Children's Hospital in downtown Charleston are now eligible to receive nutritional support for those newborns. Molly McBride met with neonatal specialists at MUSC to learn more about the program. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. This partnership is between DHEX Women, Infant, and Children Nutritional Support Program and MUSC. The partnership will shorten the amount of time it takes mothers to get breast milk to their babies after extended hospital stays. DHEX Women, Infant, and Children van comes to the Children's Hospital on Thursdays to deliver hospital-grade electric breast pumps to mothers with babies in MUSC's NICU. The specialists at MUSC say this makes it easier for mothers to get breast milk to their babies who are staying in the NICU or cardiovascular ICU and are unable to breastfeed. They say before this partnership, mothers did not have their own mothers who did not have their own electric pump or have the resources to buy one would have to use a manual pump after discharge. Mothers would then have to make several appointments to receive their pump, which they say could take two to four weeks. By bringing the van to the hospital, it eliminates transportation issues and saves mothers time and money. Any mother who delivers a baby that's going to be in an ICU in the children's hospital long term, and you know when she has to decide, would I rather go to my WIC appointment or be at my baby's bedside, you know, they're going to be here at the children's hospital. And the relief, it seems like on these moms' faces that they can do this all in one kind of grouped visit. It's, it's, it's really nice because you know that you're helping them because a lot of times they don't have the resources to stop at multiple places. Um, and it even takes them weeks to get to their, um, you know, WIC center near their home. They say they would eventually like to expand the program so the van comes multiple days to MUSC. Reporting live in Charleston, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Earlier, I asked if you could name the first successful combat submarine in history. If you said the H.L. Hunley, you would be correct. The Confederate submarine sank in 1864 after attacking the Union ship Housatonic. And on this day, 22 years ago, that submarine was recovered off the South Carolina coast and returned to the port right here in Charleston. Celebrating birthdays today, actor Dustin Hoffman is 85. Inside Edition host Deborah Norville is 61. Tennis star Roger Federer is 41.
New York Yankees first baseman Anthony Rizzo is 33 and pop singer Shawn Mendes is 24. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.